recipes for my mom, body and soul. I go to mama's pantry. Fill me up, I cannot get enough. I'm talking mama's pantry. To supplement me with the tea that I need. I see it's mama's pantry. What a way to end and start my day. Welcome to mama's pantry. Welcome to episode 32. Live from Vegas, bitches! How about some more snack time? Did you guys hear about San Francisco? Yeah, the city. San Francisco. You know it, right? Well, they have approximately 35,000 homeless people. Now, that number is probably lower than the actual number that they're dealing with because finding accurate numbers on the homeless population can be tricky. But San Francisco has had this problem since I was a teenager. I remember going to a play in downtown San Francisco when I was about 13 and the walk from where we parked to the theater is probably three blocks and the entire way it smelled like piss. The entire walk. Not to mention that we passed by a few homeless people, but it stunk, dude. Like just straight urine that was unpleasant and that was 30 plus years ago let's not say that again 30 plus years whoa I said let's not say that again anyways now fast forward to 2022 the year of the tiger anyhow um They are now asking people who live within the city of San Francisco to volunteer and in some cases maybe receive a small stipend to house the homeless, either in rental properties that you own or in your actual home with you. Just take a homeless person, help us out. How's a homeless person? Stipend. Uh, Did you give me a break on my tax dollars? How about that? Uh, State tax in California is like 7.8%. Something like that. It may even be higher now. Uh, That doesn't count the income tax. We're just talking sales tax. Sales tax or the income tax is somewhere around... 23%, something like that, Um, may even be higher actually, in any case, what the heck is that about, now of course if you met somebody and you gathered a rapport and you found out some details about their life, you may very well decide, hey, I'd like to offer you a place to rest your head. For a day or two. 
Maybe you decide you want them there even longer. That's great. We're talking about a population of 35,000 people plus. I'm not sure it's a great directive from the city to suggest that those people who are in dire needs of other services should somehow come into your home with your family and hope for the best. That sounds like a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. Um, Not to say that homeless people are somehow inherently dangerous. That's obviously not true. But the facts are that the homeless population is, in larger part, a more addicted population. A population that is suffering from more mental health crises whether addiction or schizophrenia or bipolar or extreme anxiety or depression. So we're talking about a population that has a large need for direction and intervention. And families, as far as I can tell right now, are struggling all on their own without taking anybody in family or strangers or anything so I just thought I'd share that with you guys it's a mad mad world out there we're just starting this year 2022 and I think we're in for a ride guys I think you know this topsy-turvy world is yet to have righted itself we are still upside down So here's the thing, mama is here in the pantry. She's having a little vacation. I'm getting my drink on, I'm getting my stank on, I'm getting it on, you feel me? And I'm gonna keep it 100% with y'all, I'm gonna keep it real. I have been busy, real, real busy. I've been working, raising a family, And I know all y'all are doing a hundred thousand different things and y'all are busy too. So I hope you give me some grace and understand why it's been a minute since I have given you an episode. But here it is. A lot of shit has happened. Now on this episode, I'm just talking about the stuff with Joe Rogan. Now y'all probably already forgot about that because as you remember... America doesn't remember shit. So, since that's true, I just wanted to remind you that today I am sharing a couple rants that are a little outdated. And so, since that's true, you may have to Google a couple of things to get a reference point. So go ahead and do that. You got fingers. You got a keyboard. Make it happen. Now listen. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I had to kind of throw it together because, again, I'm on vacation. And I did not plan this very well, but I've got to get some shit out to you. So here it is. Cuss words, slurred language, 
It's party mode for mama. So here we have it. Episode 32. I hope y'all have enjoyed it. Have a great night. Have a great day. I'll see you on the next episode. We'll be back right after a word from our sponsor. Now let's get back to the show. A little snack time topic, a little popcorn in your mouth kind of topic. I'm wondering why, and I'm talking to you, why you, America, the globe, why we continue to get upset and focused on issues of words and what people say, individual people and policing comedy and policing um, opt-eds, people's opinions, uh, as if people aren't allowed to think one thing or the other, and we're too scared of what we believe to even have a conversation with somebody who may disagree or see something in a different way. Why are we so focused? You. Why do you get mad at these things when there are real problems that affect you. What am I talking about when I say real problems that affect you? Because whether or not Joe Rogan says the N word or the C word or the F word or whatever word you've decided is Voldemort and cannot be spoken, when was the last time that that actually affected you? Did it trigger you? Did you have to crawl in your bed? cover up under the blanket and cry yourself to sleep because some stranger that you've never met in your life never will meet in your life might have said a word that offended you or hurt you and let me not sound like I don't understand the gravity of said words and there's a lot of ugly words out there the n-word is not the only ugly word out there Black people are not the only subjugated people in the world. In America, we only see the black and white of an issue. And I mean that figuratively and literally. But let me tell you something. Wake up. Pay more attention to what Congress is or is not doing. Pay attention to the people that you actually, if you actually vote, are doing. Those people are the ones you should be worried about what their sentiments are, what words they might use. Some entertainer, performer, athlete, those people are not three-dimensional in your world. They are two-dimensional. They are just an image that you look at and enjoy or don't enjoy The three-dimensional things, the things that actually enter into your world that are tangible, that you can touch, that make a difference as to what kind of jobs you can get, what kind of education is available to your children, how the roads are as you drive and hit pothole after pothole after pothole, how many dilapidated buildings do you need to drive past? 
before it becomes a problem that's bigger than somebody saying the damn N-word. Come on, people. I'm serious, y'all. I don't mean to get too... I don't know, emotional. And I don't generally share this podcast to have rants or use it as some kind of soapbox. This podcast is for us to share some of the things that are happening outside of our pantries, to commiserate about ideas on how to get through those things or celebrate those things or mourn those things as a group together because in my humblest opinion the whole experience of life is a human experience one that we are directed to connect with in every way and all these other things are distractions having a job going and you know adding your uh, sweat and equity into some, you know, made-up machine. But the real deal, holy field of the whole situation are the connections we make, the relationships we have with ourselves, with the people around us, with the place we live, our planet. So I just thought I'd share that There's some other things that you should at least give equal time to if you're going to be upset about what this person said or what that person said or some joke that didn't hit, you know. When people build houses for a living, I'm sure there are times when things go in a little crooked or they're not perfectly straight. Or maybe even, you know, after time, fall apart. But they don't just stop building. It's part and, par- part and parcel of the process. Right? If you're a comic and you tell a lot of jokes and that is your lane, that's where, I mean, that's your profession. If you've done it for years and years and years, that's your mindset. <laughs> I'm certain one could argue that that's really a hard knee-jerk reaction to just stop when you're not on stage telling jokes, right? So, like, a lot of your conversations are throwing funny things that come into your head in a sort of joke manner. The comment of the Planet of the Apes and attributing that to some surroundings at that time when he was reflecting on that story and telling it and made that comment and in fact within 10 or 15 seconds after he makes that comment although the clip ends that's shared with people if you watch the entirety of that particular episode you will see that he says that's a terrible fucking joke like that's racist that was not good I didn't like that, you know, but you, if you're a shooter, you're going to shoot a ton of bullets and some of them are not going to hit dead center. Some of them are going to even be pretty damn off. And that was what that was. That was not somebody who 
thought to himself in his casual time, oh, these people are this, or this equals this. This was somebody looking at a situation and trying to find the absurd, the naughty, the uncomfortable, and see if there's a way to make people laugh. And it, and it failed hard. And out of context, it looks super bad. But I can promise you that we've all said some stuff where we're like, ooh, should I have said that? That came out, like when I said it out loud, that was not, no, that's, that's not good. That didn't come out right. You know, so, and I, I promise you, you, you really need to do some self-reflection if you think you have been immune to that phenomenon. And when you, uh, when you sit around and we spend so much time thinking about these kinds of things and spending what little news time we have on this kind of news, it, 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 it's really frustrating because there's so many bigger problems and actual problems that you can affect. Those people in Washington, D.C., those people in your state capital, they actually have to listen to you. And I know more and more we're starting to feel like we don't matter. It doesn't matter what we think. The corporation, the money, the lobbyists, all of that is far more um, powerful than our voices or our vote. But the reality is, is that your vote does matter. But it matters more in a mass, right? If, if they can pay attention to Twitter talking about the N-word or Dave Chappelle or any other person that decides to be the victim of the woke culture this, this week, then they certainly would have to pay attention to us if we're talking about shit that actually matters. But no, we're not, you know? We're wondering if Kim Kardashian's ass is real. We're worried about whether Kanye West is going to be cray-cray again. You know, it's silliness. It's silliness. So, why don't you find out who your congressman is? You can Google it. It'll give you the number. And in fact, it'll share even more than that. It'll give you your senator's numbers, your governor's number. Just write it down. You can put it in that little thing called your phone, and then it's right there. And even if not today or tomorrow you decide to call because you're pissed off about the roads or the schools or health care or minimum wage or whether or not families can actually be home and take care, enjoy vacations, have weekends off, maybe only work a 40-hour week and actually make bills get paid and rent on time. Like, if any of that shit starts to really annoy you to the point where you feel triggered or depressed, maybe you could call one of those numbers of the people who actually are making decisions that affect you and tell them to knock that shit off and get to work. If you don't like the Build Back Better plan, and the programs that are in there, if you think it's okay for them not to pass some kind of budget that says that we can get shit done in this country, 
then why don't you ask those other people who disagree with it what their plan is? What are they going to do for us? How are they going to fix the problems? You can just ask that question. But make a noise about that stuff and stop making noises about silliness. It's irritating. Not that it matters. None of this really matters, does it? Or does it? Just a quick leftovers to let you know that we are not having a recipe for episode 32 and we're still on vacation. So if you want to hear some more, come back for episode 33. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.